went to the fourth mother box. You are following us at fourth mother box on Instagram, youtube.com slash fourth mother box. Welcome into apocalypse. I am not a dad quite yet, but we are very, very close. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us yet again. It is a crazy weekend out there for comic books, mainly the DC world. It's in a transition there. Um, and our favorite band, Metallic, is doing some stuff too. But um, I am Tom Oakry. Thank you for joining us into the fourth mother box. Joining me from always is somebody who notoriously trips outside of Chipotle because he gets too excited about the very basic burrito bowl he's about to order. My co-host is always Kyle Casentino. Kyle, how the hell are you today? I do get excited for the Chipotle Burrito Bowl. I'm not going to deny that. At least you're not a tier below the shredded cheese at our local Chipotle like Brad Hughes is. Um, and, and for those of you that are unaware, we were this close to being canceled um, last week. No, I'm kidding. I already addressed that on Jedi Talk. But, um, yeah, you're not a tier below uh, shredded cheese there, Kyle. So that's a, that's a good thing. A good Wait a minute! You guys were almost canceled. What is this? No, no, no! I was I was talking about how I toted the line last week with the, oh, the things okay. I said about Brad. We made it. We I didn't say what I mean because I ended up taking it out of the out of the episode. But we we talked about it on on Jedi Talk real quick. So yeah. Oh, I still have to see uh, Mike's takedown of Brad. Oh, I'm, that I'm yeah. Sure even though I'm, I'm probably going to appreciate it, I still believe that it's probably not as inspired as I would like it to be. But nevertheless, he's taken down Brad, and that's always a good thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And and Mike understands this. You know, our buddy the turtle there over on Just Freaking Wrestling Podcast, uh, currently the, the current Chicagoland area champion. I don't know if that's a an accolade you want to be saying to people, that you're champion of Chicago. Um, but for Rocket Pro Wrestling he's there. He's the... He's the Frosty Champion of Chicago. He we'll is. give him that. Mike, you still haven't done your Frosty Challenge, by the way. That's Jedi Talk 1, the turtle, big fat shell of nothing. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're in an unofficial, official war with Just Freaking Wrestling, like this three-podcast tier thing. You know, you've got me. I span over the two podcasts with here on Fourth Mother Box, your Farts and Diarrhea podcast, and Jedi Talk, a Star Wars podcast. And then we're in this, like, triangle of, of love thing. But 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 really, it's just me hating on their version of Kyle, and his name is Pack or Paxman, Pack or 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 PX or Penis Pump. I don't, I don't know something with a P, something different every time. He likes doing car promos, which I think are incredibly stupid, especially when he's getting his car washed. I don't understand Kyle. You know you know you know I I don't get it. I don't get it. You you know he makes you look you know you know intelligent, which is very scary. The, uh, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. So that's fair. That tends to be often of, of what I do. I'm talking about Mike's co-hosts over on his his podcast. They have a. I, I was basically making fun of him in extension through ripping on you. So so pretty pretty typical here for for fourth mother box. No mother jokes yet though. No mother jokes. Well then, you know they got to get on that. Come on, Mike. They do, but your 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 podcast isn't classy unless you're talking about mother jokes and diarrhea. That's right, and you, that's all you get exclusively are mother jokes and diarrhea on fourth mother box. Sometimes at the same time, you know we can't help it help help what happens what comes out of our mouths and and butts. Mm-hmm. But um, besides the fact, yeah, Matt, uh, Mike, Mike responded on his podcast to Brad. 
Now, when you say it wasn't an ins- as inspired, now, now, it, yeah, I, I, I would tend to agree with that. You know, um, Mike's someone who's, you, you know, tough skin guy. He's going to be able to handle the bullets that the, the type of person like Brad can throw out at him, right? Um, mm. Mike just doesn't know Brad that well enough too to throw him back. So, so I encourage you, Mike, dig deep down in that promo, promo uh, purse that you got there, and come out, come back at Brad hard. <laughs> He could I take, feel like he if he take. visits any one of Brad's like twenty Instagram accounts, he would have more than enough to go after. That's fair. That's fair. He was. Uh, he was. Uh, he, Mike went after him about um, his wardrobe for the video that we made for that episode. He said something about I think it looked like he was deep throating a penis with, with the way he was holding the microphone. Um, Mike, <laughs> yeah, Mike. Uh, and then they were they were just talking about the conversation we were having remember we were talking dark knight and batman comparing the two and i think mike's stance was you can't compare the two because the batman is like the first of three we assume at least two and then the dark knight is like the middle of a core trilogy story so he felt like you couldn't compare the two on those merits and one of brad's biggest things was yes you can compare that because they're batman movies right so I see both sides, right? I still, you could say this is controversial. I think the I, I, I have to put them Wrong. side by side. I have to put them side by side again, but but I still lean the Batman. You know, a, a year and a half later, but it's not saying the Dark Knight is terrible. I just I really liked that take of the Batman, and I think Pattinson I think he's better than Bale was. I know, wrong. No, no, I know that's controversial. Yeah, that's fine. You know what? You you could s- shove your wrongs in a sack, Mister. Shine them up real nice, turn them sideways, and stick them straight up your candy ass. That's what you okay. Can do with those. Rec- okay, recency bias. Go back and watch The Dark Knight. I, I did. I don't even need to defend it because it's just it's it really just leaves everything out on the table. It's you just just stop. No, you, you, no, you don't know what you're saying. Shut up for a second. Short round. I did watch The Dark Knight the day I got back. From Chicago, when you and I saw the Batman, I got in at 6 a.m. because of the shitty airline crap. Because it was snowing in Chicago, and they had to de-ice the plane. They had to break us off. I think Lori Lightfoot was holding on to us for more tax money, trying to get us to spend more money out there in Chicago. But we finally got back to Orlando, and I watched The Dark Knight the next day because I took the day off of work. And I still thought the Batman was better because in the Batman, we don't have Rachel! Ah!" You know, we don't have any of that crap. So that's why I think the Batman's better. That's not even like a valid criticism. Rachel, I'm, I'm so sad now. I can't be Batman because a girl died. Are you forgetting Heath Ledger was the Joker in that? And he was the, quite possibly the best Joker we've ever seen. Oh, hands down. That's that's the best comic book villain we've ever gotten on screen. Hands down. No comparison there. I'm right there with you, Kyle. I completely agree, and that's why that movie is so close for me. But when you're comparing comparing Batman now, Christian Bale did a better Bruce Wayne, but we've got more Bruce Wayne out of him. Uh, okay, this is this is like on on par with you and all the other idiots on Jedi Talk saying the last Jedi is the best Star Wars film. It's not. No, Just uh, stop. For, first off. Let me defend them a little bit. I'm the only one who thinks The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars film. Brad, It's Brad's second behind Return of the Jedi, which is my second. Evan, who the hell knows where that butt shade is? You know, sometimes he's over here. Sometimes he's back there, deep throat and uh, um, 
D309, if I said that right. God, it's been a while since I've looked at Halsey and stuff. Um, you know, he's getting ready. He's painting his, 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 you know, trapper keepers, the Halcyon colors, you know, for his next voyage. Sometimes he thinks episode nine is good. Sometimes he, th- you know, not, I don't know where he lands. But. Well, you know, given the last Jedi talk that I listened to, uh, for some reason, um, I heard a rumor about Evan. I, he- I heard that he grew out his beard to use it as a jizz rag for Adam Driver. Is this true? I can confirm, yes. And I may or may not have pictures exclusively sold to Brazers um, with with right after a session between him and Adam Driver. All you got to do, give us one like on this video, and I'll post that picture. That's all I'm asking for. I think we're canceled now. <laughs> uh, not really. Uh, we're good. So anyway, uh, we've got some stuff to talk about today. And here on the fourth Motherbox podcast, you know, Back in April of 2021, you know, we were fresh off the heels about two weeks before of watching Zack Snyder's Justice League. And Kyle and I were so fired up from this movie. We were inspired. We felt hope. We felt these characters were done justice finally. And we got to see an extension of a story that hadn't been finished yet. And for many reasons, which we've documented on this podcast, you know, um, we, we we got to call that a little bit of a victory for us comic book fans. A big one, too. The war wasn't well, hasn't been won, and it's being lost very heavily right now. But So that sparked the fourth mother box into being, you know, a mainly a DC, Marvel, Star Wars podcast. But as things, you know, if they don't evolve, you don't grow, and you, 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 you can't try new things and just continue on, right? So the fourth mother box, we've upgraded, right? You know, I'm in, living in a different state. Kyle's... Uh, might I can't remember when you moved, but still, there's different you know things that we've you know have happened in our lives, and then the show has evolved as well. You know, not only do we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars a bunch, we talk Metallica. You know, they had a new album come out when when our show was you know uh, about middle of the road, uh, about a year, year and a half old. Uh, that's our favorite band. Sometimes we talk. You know, Kyle loves the Halloween franchise. We'll talk Halloween. We'll talk Stranger Things. We'll we'll we. The point I'm trying to get is we we really talk about whatever. Fourth Mother Box is all about evolution, and I've always believed in when you're creating something, you do what you want to do and not worry about everything else and just kind of let everything else happen as long as what you're doing is making yourself happy. Kyle and I make zero money from any of this, so we're having fun. So from time and time again, you're going to hear us talk about just some things that happen to be maybe in the news or they're just everybody's talking about it, but Kyle... This Oliver Anthony thing, the Rich Men of North, uh, North Rich Men of North Richmond, or so, I, I think that's the name of the song or album, or it's just I can't seem to get away from any of this guy. Uh yeah. Let me just say that, like Brad, just listen to the goddamn song. Shut the fuck up, you, you fucking contrarian bitch. <laughs> um, it's it's an excellent song. It's so simple, but yet it's like that the lyrics are powerful. And of course, like there are people out there trying to make it controversial. I just took it for what it was like, no matter what party you align yourself with, like the words ring true. And it wasn't like, I didn't even know how people like made it controversial because it was just so basic to human life here or maybe even in anywhere, really anywhere. And the guy saying his heart out, and it, the song had a lot of soul, which is surprising because he was a ginger. Um, um, you let's know, see, these, 11, you know, 11, like, 11 minutes in, guys. 11 minutes in. Whatever. Um, yeah. 
in, anyway, like, you know, it's it's a song that, like, you know, anybody could have written, but you wish you did. Because it's it just really struck strikes a chord, you know. I, I mean, I'll, I don't know how it is in other places in the world, but, man, you really feel some of those things that he was saying in, in the lyrics. And especially when he talked about, like, using... What was it like using government funds for people to get their chocolate rounds? Fudge rounds, <laughs> fudge rounds, yeah. Fudge, um, fudge rounds, <laughs> just like that's fucking hilarious. Um, I, yeah. So meaningful and funny at the same time, and I think it was, I think it was excellent. I don't even like that music, but no. you know, I know that's that's like a gold, golden buzzer right there. <laughs> you're you're a thousand percent right. I only listened to it once. Um, the link that you had sent us. To, to to listen to and yeah you know i'm not a bluegrass guy i'm heavy progressive metal you know my my i guess you would say i think everybody's got like a guilty pleasure type of music they listen to mine's probably 80s pop hits like like i feel like 80s the decade of 80s is the best music ever and they, they have a one good good one hit wonders and and now your favorite song is i'm just ken it's not but We'll talk about you your obsession me, with you Barbie told me the other that, day. You texted me that in the other day. Did was that supposed to be in confidence? I texted you that in confidence, Kyle. My name is Nat. Yeah. Your social credit store score, score, Kyle, will be deducted fifty points for your mentioning of the bluegrass ginger, and mentioning that I had a um, uh, a. Uh, I can't remember what you just said. Thank you, ADHD. Um, so, <laughs> but oh, whatever. We, we're taking I, 50 I forgot we away. live in China now. Yeah, 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 China, right. So, but to kind of segue back into this, yes. I, I actually saw, before I actually watched the YouTube, the song, yeah, Bluegrass is not my thing, right? Um, but um, there's no denying the heart and soul put behind this song and just the dedication, right? Like, you remember, we can, we can compare this. You remember... The song Temptation from Metallica that never really got fully developed and released. We heard a lot of it in the Some Kind of Monster documentary. And I remember when they were like, kind of telling James after the fact that the song wasn't fit for the album, which I disagree with. But like Kirk was saying, you're singing this, you're wearing your heart on your sleeve with the song. That's exactly what this guy is doing. That's exactly what Oliver Anthony's doing. It's like hard on his sleeve singing about this. And I, you, Kyle, you nailed it on the head. And I'm not going to get into, which sucks that this kind of stuff gets politicized. And the one of the main reasons I watch this, because like the moment you start seeing all these media headlines, even the Foxes, the CNNs, they're all the same people. They're all the same. They start saying the same thing. They call him or her a wild, or not that, I know he's a him. Okay, calm down. I'm just saying in general with people. It's like, you know, Oliver Anthony, far-right extremist song. Where did you get that from? Where did you possibly get that from? This guy, everybody listening to this song who have listened, minus maybe the coveted 1% of people who have all this money and this really doesn't mean anything to them, where do you find the divisive or the, the divisiveness in here that, that he's just some far-right extremist singing about things that don't exist? I can promise if you're watching this, listening to this, you know, inflation has hurt you, you know, you know, rising prices all around the, the, maybe you have lost your job. I've known people that's happened to maybe, you know, you your salary has been cut. Something horrible has happened. You're experiencing huge life challenges and stress after stress after stress of this 
economic climate that we're in have hurt you. This song sings to you. This song speaks to you. And it's it's wholesome at times to be able to feel like you're heard. And I feel like this that's what this song did. I know people out there don't like it because he's white. There's people out there they don't like it because he's this bluegrass and they think country and bluegrass equals racism and, you know, Hick, Hicksville. Um, and they, they've done interviews with this guy and he's said he's pretty much a middle of the road guy, you know, which would technically be, I don't know, you call it, if you want to put a party on it, you call it libertarian, but I'm not even going to call it that because there's people who are independents that don't belong to any party. It's like, I just don't get it. And I want to make a call for common sense. If you don't like something that you ingest, that you took the time out to press play on or watch or pay money for, well, if you, if you pay money for it, you've, you, know, you, you can give your opinion. But if it didn't come out the way you want it to come out, you have to stop crumbling somebody's life down from the top down because they somehow are attacking your misguided sense of values. So this person spoke to like 99.9% of the country and the world, like Kyle said. It's like, if you can't resonate with that message, then you're going into it looking for something to bitch about. And you need to go get help and seek somebody immediately. Not me. I'll tell you well, that you're crazy and I'll have you committed. Um, this These people who get mad at it, it sounds exactly like the people who get mad at people for not being able to understand how to get in the virtual queue line in Cosmic Rewind at Epcot. Good segue. Does that sound right? Good segue. So thank you for everybody who's been giving us some love out there on the tick and the talk um, over at Fourth Motherbox on TikTok. Uh, we posted uh, a 100 ride through of Cosmic Rewind and um, over 20,000 views right now and a bunch of listeners Hopefully some of you are listening today have commented and just sharing like, oh my God, I've done it 50 times and I got September a bunch. I'm crazy. It's crazy to me that how many people who have commented on there who have not gotten September. That's like the, that's exclusively, I've gotten that 24 times now. And at the 100 times, I'd gotten it 21 times. But what Kyle's mentioning, and it's a brilliant segue, by the way, I, I, I really want to call that out, um, is we've had a couple of people comment specifically saying that one this was funny i i think it was a joke but still let's assume it was not like that i'm solely responsible for the queue being gone at 701 every every day so god let's hope I you am. you actually might be <laughs> let's hope that would be spectacular if i had that one on disney uh and two um someone saying i've known people have never rode this and they can't get virtual queues yet you've done it 100 times okay okay can, can I just say that, yes. like, I'm an idiot when it comes to planning Disney, and I can get in the virtual queue. So if, if this idiot, meaning me, can get in it, <laughs> anybody else, a, a squirrel can be able to get into it. A That's flying squirrel who wears a sideways hat can get into this. Yes. Yeah. So um, here's here's the thing with that. And it's it's normally I can understand some people's points and how they feel towards a certain way. And, 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 and I try to see it from somebody's perspective, but this is coming up pure jealousy. And I know jealousy well. I've battled it my whole life. But it's like if you cannot secure yourself a boarding group, and let alone you have to understand, I am one person. I am one person. My wife and I rode it up until 65, 66 times when we and then found out she was pregnant she couldn't ride Kazakh Rewind anymore. That'll change here. It's coming up soon since Lily's due any day now. Um, but... 
like half of that time, I am one person. Can you can you not get your big fudge round eating ass up out of bed? Huh. Set an alarm clock to get up, especially when you're at the resorts. Like God, I'm so all over the place. Could you people infuriate me? Disney, and I'll give Disney props for this. You know, I don't like the virtual queue system now as an AP, but Disney lets you know time and time and time again. They they, they send you what my Disney experience uh, app update. They send you an email. They make posts about it. It's all over their website. If you're not preparing for your vacation that you're taking once every 12 years because your parents decided to spend the money on heroin growing up instead of giving you a proper education... That's not my problem. That's yours. So don't be coming at me just because I've figured, and I really haven't figured this system out. I'm playing by the rules. I'm not using a bot. I'm not doing a gock dang thing wrong. But to you, continue on hating. Resort fatty. Got it. And if Kyle can do it again, you should be able to do it. But thanks for commenting, commenting to help with help help boost the algorithm. We appreciate that. So, um, Kyle, you're getting you getting excited for your for your Disneyland trip. That's like a month and a half away, two months. Yeah, it's like, oh, a month on uh, almost on the dot. So, all right, I am I am getting excited for it. Man, I wonder if I'll see any uh, famous people protesting while I'm there. Oh, are they protesting keep... outside of Disneyland, or are you just talking about in LA general? In LA in general, okay. I see all over Instagram like. I saw like the cast of Arrow like together protesting and I just keep seeing different pictures of people. So um, not only am I going to Disney, but I'll be at Universal and I plan on, you know, just exploring L.A. So it'll be interesting. Do you uh, over under if Kyle gets stabbed in L.A. or not? What do you guys think? What are the chances? 50 percent? You know, place your bets. Call me. 1-800-GINGER. So speaking of the strikes. So, so you're right. You know, you, you, you see a lot of celebrities and they're showing their support. I see Brian Pesane posting things and I saw the cast of Parks and Rec were there the other day with little Sebastian. Um, Chris Pratt showed his support. Otherwise he wasn't there and he got a lot of hate for that. Um, do you, do you think that when they post those pictures that they're at the strike, how long do you think those celebrities are actually there? You think they're showing up for 10 minutes, snapping a picture to say they were there and then they're out because you know they're surrounded by security guards. Uh, I mean, they're not really working, so maybe they're there for five minutes. Yeah, five, ten minutes, right? It's 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 just interesting. It's like it's it's for those people who that matters to. It's it probably feels good to see the support, but um, you know, hopefully they're doing doing some unsung hero work because you know I I I I just can't stand the look at me what I'm doing. I'm supporting a, a fascist. I'm fighting fascism, or I, I don't know. You know, or or it's like the people that whenever there's some political issue or something going on in the world, they think they've they've made a change just by changing their putting yep. a border on their Facebook picture. You got that right. Um, huh. Yeah, I've seen quite a bit of those. I've seen quite a bit of those. Um, it's like, you know what? Like, I wish natural selection was, like, still a thing because those people can just, you know, be weeded out by natural selection. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Well, Hurricane Hillary's headed that way, supposedly, so. <laughs> Their debt's already are ruled we, a suicide, is by there the way. Is there a hurricane called Hillary, or are we talking about maybe a, 
a uh, prominent figure, political figure. No, no, no. There is actually a hurricane that they named Hillary, coincidentally, uh, actually on the West Coast. I, the last I looked, its tr- its trajectory is running up Mexico, and it looks like it's going to cut through that the one that the peninsula there. I, I don't know the, the name of it, and it's going to maybe work through Southern California. I mean, I just be. Beware the the talks of us needing to be taxed more coming up because a hurricane actually hit California. Um, but no, and I have to give the credit to that joke I made to the internet. The internet's made that over and over again. I I, I cannot rule that that comment. So, uh, although it's funny because it's topical in a sense, but um, a joke, a joke that I saw on the internet. So. Um, but you will be in Disneyland, and wow, we got some news from the Star Wars part of good old Disney parks this week. So now, there's good and bad news, right? Uh, you know, the good news is, hey, Ahsoka's coming out earlier. You know, they had the premiere at Hollywood Studios and over there at Disneyland Park in California. Uh, the first two episodes were always planned to be in premiere the first night, and D23 folks and I think some lucky park goers too that got pulled in there uh, last minute, got to see the first two episodes, the premiere at the Disney parks. And on the same day, um, they announced we're bumping it up to Tuesday the 22nd at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time instead of midnight West Coast time, and that's always 3 a.m. East Coast time. So, we'll I mean, if Lily's not here yet or if I'm at the hospital, I'll be checking it out as long as she's not, you know, Courtney's in active labor or anything like that. Um, and then two... Uh, and this is where you come in, you know, bad news for us over at Disney World because we'll have to wait 12 years for this. But you'll be able to run into Ahsoka herself there over in Batu, in Disneyland when you're there. That's that's pretty freaking cool because she's officially yeah. debuting the next day on, on August 23rd when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, I hope, to, I hope to catch her. I mean, I didn't get – it was kind of a bummer that I didn't get to see Mando and, and, and Grogu when he, uh, they were at uh, Galaxy's Edge um, when we went. But I hope to see Ahsoka. Yeah. Or try to. Right, right. Try to, right? Because when, when, when Mando first came out here, and I'm sure the same in Disneyland, he was mobbed. Mobbed. I yeah, mean, you'll have to let me, you guys will have to let me know if you hear anything, like any, you know, insider tips on yeah. if, like, when she's going to be out or if she's going to be out at a certain time. Right. Um, I can't recall. I'm pretty sure the setup is similar in Disneyland. But Mando comes out of the door, the cast member door, like by right before you're walking into the marketplace. So you're going to walk by Rise of the Resistance. It's on your left. And if you continue to go and stay left, right before like the actual marketplace, that that's the door Mando comes out in Disney World. So it might be the same area, give or take. I mean, she can't. They're not going to put her anywhere near the First Order in Kylo Ren. Uh, they're not going to put her over in that area, so it's most likely going to be the marketplace. I don't know if they announced an area. I, di- I didn't see on the posts, but, yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll let you know, Kyle, because we had – I mean, I'm not breaking any news or fourth walls here because I'm keeping it you know, down low, but we had some insider news, so to speak, about Mando. Uh, that's why we I was able to get such a, a crisp video of him in front of us before – like, they're, they're, I, I'm not kidding. If you go back and check – Jedi Talks page, and I think, and I'll post it on Fourth Motherbox too. There were seas of people behind that video, that people checking Mando out. I don't know how the word got out. That, well, I have a feeling how the word got out that quick, but that was crazy. So yeah, best of luck finding um, my favorite, my third favorite, sort of Jedi. Do you, 
do you think she'll be mobbed? Because when when Mando debuted, this was like like after the third season aired and like they were hugely popular. So and, and I feel like maybe a, some not everybody knows about Ahsoka. I mean, obviously, like the core fans like love her, but I feel like your most common fan might not really know who she is. Um, I think she's going to be mobbed, if not worse than the Mandalorian. So, really? yes, hear me out on this. Ahsoka Tano went from people hated this character to the point where Ashley Eckstein was wrecked. Her mental health went down the tank. She cried in her cheesecake. What? Yeah. Th- this is at the start, at the start. Like, this was back in, well, you know, OG Clone Wars and the Clone Wars series. But the point I'm making is she started there, but this character did, like, in the history, like like a blossoming turnaround, and now we have arguably one of the most loved characters in Star Wars in Ahsoka Tano. You know, I, I would even say she's she's approaching the levels of people of love they have for Luke and 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 there's there's a subsection of Star Wars fans that just absolutely love everything about the Clone Wars. You know, it's it's got its filler information, but the difference between the two characters is Ahsoka has so much more history and there have been people with her more, they've been fans of her more than we had with Mando and Grogu. Yeah, Mando and Grogu, they're cute, right? You're you're gonna get the the Karens who still call him Baby Yoda. They show up and trying to give him Oreos that they painted a uh, half-assed rebellion symbol on, or they had their kids do, and they made a TikTok out of it that got three views and a pop tart. But you've got those people who are who are into everything, cute. Uh, but but Ahsoka, you've got some dedicated hardcore people, and then. What happens with everything is people are going to start to get um, this FOMO that they don't know who she is. So they'll show up and they'll take pictures and like, oh, look, I found, you know, they'll they'll say her name around. Ashoka. I took a picture with Ashoka. <laughs> uh, I, I do oh think. Oh, my God. I, I think Ahsoka is going to be, if on the same par as mobbed as Mandalorian was, if not more. If not more. I still think this series this series, I, I've made the prediction amongst our friend group. I can't remember. Well, not really a prediction, but this is kind of my hope. Like, I want it to be better than The Mandalorian. I want it to surpass the buzz and the noise and the title of best Star Wars streaming show or TV show, whatever you want to call it. I want Ahsoka to just blow that out of the water because it means it'll be so good. Rebels is a almost perfect product that Disney gave us for Star Wars content. Four seasons of it. It's almost perfect. And the fact that we get to see it continued in live action, helmed by the man who created this character, and many of the characters we're going to see in this series, I feel really good about it. I can't wait for Tuesday. Well, let's hope so, so Disney stops increasing their prices on Disney+, Plus because nobody's watching it or subscribing. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've noticed, and it's 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 a crazy time we live in because none of these none of these um, actors for the characters like Rosario Dawson can't be actively promoting it. You know, um, nobody else in it can't be actively promoting it. It's Disney and well, the Star Wars. Are, they're going hard. They're going hard. Well, you know what's crazy is like this came out what twenty twenty like late twenty twenty Disney when, Plus, and then yes. not only three years later, no, twenty nineteen. Like it was. It was like what seven bucks when it came out, and you get everything. And now it's like, what is it like? Almost, it's more than double that 
or that's it's going to more than double that for like premium. It's just insane in, in a span of three years. Yeah. Like I almost like don't even want to support it just because that's it's it's getting insane, right? And furthermore, do you ever notice like and, and maybe they do, I just haven't seen it, but like I've just decided like I want to collect my movies digitally and TV shows. But, like, you can't find certain ones. Like, you just can't buy a physical copy of The Mandalorian or, like, any of the Marvel TV shows. Not that you probably would want to do that anyway. But Not even Agents you know of what S.H.I.E.L.D.? I mean? What? Not even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No, you could find Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I You can certainly find that. But, like, the new Disney Plus shows oh. or, like, even Stranger Things, like, I just haven't seen where you can... You just buy it to own it. Like you, you have to, like subscribe to actually watch it. Like The Witcher, you can't buy that. You have to. The only way you could mm. see it is if you just subscribe to Netflix. Because I would well, not that's the point. subscribe to Netflix to, you know, watch uh, watch it if I could just buy it. That's the point. They want you to stay subscribed so you can watch your favorite stuff over and over again. Um, I it's also bullshit. Yeah, I have a deep rooted conspiracy. I have one about everything. Um, and it's not really a conspiracy, but, but maybe it's just more of like a linear to, to what you were saying. Like, if everything's digital, if everything's digital, do you truly own that? Can they go in and just, like, alter what they want to show you? They Like, like they feel out Steam was too racist. You go to watch it again. They, they, they cut it out. Like, I'm, I don't know. Like, 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 I don't think, I don't, I'm not saying that that's, we can do, they can do that. People can do that. But it's just like, let us just own stuff, you know? I want, I want, I bought up Snyder's Justice League the moment they put that on Blu-ray or DVD. Like, I think I have the double pack. Like, I got that immediately because I never well, knew tr- when that was going to get taken away. The trend away is, is that they're, they're, the physical media is going out of style. And if you go on Vudu, like, in, deals are insane, you know? Like, I mean, I got so much shit for, like, like next to nothing, you know? You can get... Like, uh, you know, like the Avengers right now, all four movies are like on sale for 4K for like $29.99. And if you go in the store, one of those would probably be $29.99 for for like a 4K. And it's just like I've seen even like more insane deals. Like it just it's crazy. You know, that's that's spectacular. Like jump on that shit, right? Hold on to it so, I, so you could watch your shit and not have to go to those streaming services. I'm with you. Yeah, but it is yeah, it is interesting what they might do. I don't know if they might like alter content. I haven't seen that. I want to um th- I'm waiting for the office to go on sale, so I want to buy that. And I know they've re- like on streaming media like Netflix or Peacock have removed certain episodes because of I don't know I'm just going to assume some racist content or whatever or borderline racist content for the office yeah for the office and uh so I want to see if like they're you know they've removed that you know those they have yeah. those episodes or not I feel like I've seen diver- like feel like diversity day be the first one they would remove from that I swear to god I just watched that one on Peacock recently it's so dumb that they remove that stuff it's so dumb. You you made it, and let's just say, for sake of your argument, for the people removing that, that it truthfully is culturally insensitive. Now it's 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 a comedy we're talking about, right? People making you know fun what, of themselves. Though, quite it's a, interesting. Quite a bit. Is like that's that's more recent content. But like, if I were to buy 
all in the family or like the Jeffersons like that has infinitely worse dialogue that just doesn't fit in our culture today. And so, you know, it's just interesting like that. Maybe, you know, maybe like people weren't okay, but those were popular shows. So I don't know. You know what? Yeah. I think it was, was, is it all in the family? Is that the one with Archie Bunker in it? Yeah. 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 I, I was watching that once and I was at my great uncle's place in Michigan and my grandfather was sitting next to me. We were just watching. Um, and he said a racial stereotype on, on the show. And I was a young, impressionable mind. I don't know, had to be between 10 and 13, something like that. And I probably a little bit closer to 13. And I turned to my grandpa and I just like, what, what did he, like I asked, it's, and, and I, I, I repeated the word and I said, what, did, what is, what's that? Like, Truthfully, not knowing, because I, I, no one exposed me to that, right? And I'm sitting there listening. And when he said that, I remember growing up thinking about that more and more. I'm like, I can't believe they said that on TV, that like that. Like you could, sometimes it's like you can just, you can get around, you know, certain things and make a joke, and it could be funnier, right? But, but you're right, you know, you know, the fact that some of that is infinitely worse. And and I think, and, and again, I don't think they should take any of that out, right? You know, you put it in, you put it in, and then. You get the feedback that you get, but no one should be made to change anything because somebody else is pooping well, in their pants. Well, I get, you know, like that doesn't fit in our society today, right? So, like, that's maybe offensive, but it's getting out of control. Like, some people are just, like, offended for stupid shit. Like, you know, I don't know. Somebody's offended by somebody wore, like, a like an off-color blue shirt, and it means it triggers their trauma from... I don't know, like dropping their ice cream cone. I like, you know, it just gets, it gets insane. It really does. It People does. are just like, we're not, we're not progressing. We're not moving forward. We're regressing. We like, are regressing. People are, people are getting more sensitive and dumber. Like, I just feel like, you know, again, like there are some things that it's not okay, but at some point you just have to say like, okay, this is just, this is just insane. Mm-hmm. Insane in the membrane. So, like stop it, stop it. Um. So, yeah. So as we, and you're right. I want to say one more thing. You're right. And like in our society today, yeah, what they said in all in the family just would not would not fly, and it shouldn't fly, right? In in today's times, but but that shouldn't stop people from still creating comedy to get people to laugh to get people to laugh now. And, and it's sometimes it's just hard for me to understand. People will tell me it's because I'm privileged and I tell them to go fuck themselves. If you tell me I'm privileged, um, there's no privilege here. I promise you that, but we're not here to fight semantics. We're going to, I want to take my hate and waste it on James Gunn. And I don't want to waste my hate on blue beetle because I want blue beetle to do incredibly well. And it came out this weekend. Kyle and I have not seen it yet. Uh, I believe Kyle said he might do that, but might be on the docket from this weekend. Um, but I will I am staying put. I'm not going. I will see Blue Beetle, but not right now. Again, Courtney could bust in the door here while we're recording and say we got to go to the hospital. So it's it's like that close. My daughter is is could be any any minute now. Um, but how how badass would it be if she's born the same day Ahsoka comes out? Um, so. To change your name to Ahsoka. Right. And hey, you know, her initials, uh, Lillian Page Jokery, um, Leia Organa, hello. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, just saying. I don't, I don't, I haven't turned into Darth Vader or anything yet. 
But, um, okay, Blue Beetle's out this weekend. So uh, I'm going to real quick, Kyle, um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I want to hear your expectations for Blue Beetle when you go see it and what you're expecting, what you think we might get. And while you're doing that, I'm going to check to see what score uh, it's currently at from, from critics and, and fans. So what do you want to see out of Blue Beetle? Well, I know it's actually been reviewed well uh, by both critics and fans alike. So I, I just assume, well, then again, I did see one person say that it was like a team up. The movie was equivalent to like a crossover episode in the CW verse, which <laughs> which isn't a good it isn't a compliment. Let's say like that's I mean, the crossover events were cool in the time being like it, they were Um but we all know like that that series that that universe just plots hard. It did, you know. Um. So, but anyway, like I don't know too terribly much about Blue Beetle. Like I was saying, like I've seen him on Young Justice, and I like his character there. And, I, you know what? I just I want a good movie. Like yes. I just want superhero movies to do well. I want them to say, yeah, it's it's blowing up. You know. It's doing really well at the box office because the more flops that we see, the less movies we're going to get. Yep. But but then again, on the other hand, it could maybe make writers rethink it, you know, or come out with something new. Christopher Nolan did that. Like superhero movies were pretty much dead when before Batman Begins and everybody said like Iron Man started it. No, it was Batman Begins. It really started yeah. these serious more serious like superhero story. Now you could also argue maybe Spider-Man, um, which Raimi's trilogy, except for the last one and was X-Men. really great. You know, X-Men two were but, there, but like, um, but yeah, like Batman begins or the dark, the Nolan trilogy really reinvigorated the superhero like franchise and people saying like there's superhero fatigue, there's superhero fatigue. It's, I don't, I don't think there's fatigue as much as it, there is just like lazy and bad writing. They got, they got drunk on the fact that, oh, well, every superhero movie that comes out will just make a billion dollars. So just we'll throw any shit at the screen. It doesn't work like that. Yep. It doesn't. Yep. You have to keep the audience engaged. And like I was saying last week, going back and revisiting some of these great movies, you'll understand why like people love them so much and why they were so good. And even like, you know, the DC legacy animation uh, movies, they're just like, every time I watch them, I'm like, you know, super invested in, and like into it. It's not one of those movies where you could just take your eyes away. Um, So, so like we need more of that. We need like good stories and it starts with a good villain and mm-hmm. and real stakes because when there's no stakes, when you could just go back in time and change everything, mm-hmm. you know, then it's like it it really takes away from the you know the real fear of this story, mm-hmm. you know. Again, like I've I've cited like you could say that about Star Wars, you could say it about Game of Thrones. You know, like um, there's so many good examples from history that that proves like this is what makes a good story is the fact that, you know, that maybe your character could die or something bad can happen and they can't change that, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Well, so here's here's our here's our Blue Beetles sitting at right now, um, currently on Rotten Tomatoes. So critic score, it's rated fresh, but it's 75 percent, uh, 169 reviews. Nice. 169 ah. reviews at 75%. Now that opened up higher. And it's it's 
I always I always know there's an agenda by from somebody posting when they're like, "Oh, it opened up at 89. I told you this would be good." And then it drops, you know. It's like, "Let it let let the weekend." I always want to see the first weekend's worth. So that's why I'm looking at and I'm the, the number I'm reporting now. I'm like, "Okay, this is cool." But I'm going to digest that at the end of the weekend. So 75% critic and then through 500 plus verified ratings and the audience score 91%. So I'm always like pro audience score over you know, critics, critics can suck, suck grass. My, my opinion, personal opinion is that we don't even need critics anymore because it just like, they serve no purpose. (laughs) You know, they really don't like just because even with horror movies, and this is one of my big pet peeves as a big horror fan lover, you know, if there's any sign of any sort of agenda in the, in the film, you know, uh, it's it gets reviewed a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like I'll highlight Megan. Like everybody went nuts over this, and I watched it. And it was it was a good movie, but that movie is just twenty twenty, uh, Chucky. That's all that is. Like, there's nothing like real fresh about that movie. You know, um, again, you know, not a bad movie, but like it got so much acclaim. And it really chapped your pants. It really didn't deserve it. Now, something like Smile, that was fresh. That is a fresh horror movie. Um, Even uh, what was the one I just said? Scene. Talk to me. That was a good one where it was like a fresh idea where it's like you kind of don't know what to expect. And horror movies are the king of like, you know what to expect. Right. You know what's going to happen, so it's it's one of probably the hardest genres to really reinvent, just because there's so much content and so much like, you know, if one movie good comes out, then there's 400 movies that just copy it, and yeah, so we don't. I don't feel like we need the critics anymore. No, we could do it here on the Fart and Diarrhea podcast, Fourth Motherbox. We can yeah. we can criticize. I keep doing that with my hands. I don't want to look like him. Um, we we that's what we do in the Fourth Motherbox. And hey, you didn't tell me that that talk to me uh came out i you know your 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 horror life story there that that you people are just going to go through what like they're going to retell the horror stories of them talking to you in therapy which led to them you know having a horrible life so that show could have landed better but you get the point that was that yeah. was horrible yeah, no it was funny it was funnier in my mind and when i sit here and think on things could have landed better but still effort even here. mike the turtle norot could could have done better so mike could barely down, bake son, a betty done. crockett pie on his way to the kitchen because he'd eat the frozen you, thing before he gets why to don't the you joke. go get a coloring book and sit in the corner for the rest of the podcast yeah, and i'll close this bitch out yeah every time every time i go see your mother she's got a new coloring book waiting for me but i don't get to it because i'm Busting all oh, over her that's, instead. That's just dumb. No, it's no, not. I'm sorry. Oh, it's dumb. It's dumb. You're the one who made the ginger joke at the beginning of 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 the goddamn podcast, which I knew you, you guys, would. You guys recycle the same mother joke and then like laugh like like sealed <laughs> on, on Jedi talk. Good lord, it's just it's not even like one of those jokes that's it's funny because you keep saying it. It's just obnoxious, and like it's not even done well. The only person that does good jokes is Evan because he doesn't do it often. He doesn't recycle. He just waits to drop a bomb at my expense. And while he's like, you know, uh, I'm like I said, I'm glad the Halcyon is closing because it hurts him. He's he's the only one that I respect on the Jedi talk. Well, that tells us everything we need to know about you, Mr. Cosentino. Uh, Real quick, lightning round. Um, All right, so James Gunn, like, okay. 
I'm just going to say this. Are you lying to us? The internet is forever. You said that you wanted a younger Superman story, and then you come out this week and say, my intention was to only make a Superman story, and it was never going to be his earlier years. The fuck it was. Like, ah, God, we've defended you here. And you make it increasingly, increasingly tougher to do so. I understand that you're you're a lapdog of Warner Brothers right now, but sometimes, please just don't respond to the idiots out there because they're baiting you. They're baiting you. I want Henry Cavill back more than anybody, but people are baiting you out there just to get another controversy going. It's like, just stay silent and let's wait. This movie's not probably not going to come out until 26 anyway, so... Yeah, you know what? It's it's not a good it's not a good look. It really isn't. Especially especially, you know, you just took somebody, you know, fan favorite actor and replaced him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've I've said this exhaustingly, right? So we don't have to go through that again. But no. it is kind of ridiculous that, you know, people love this character and we're just saying, well, we're just gonna re I mean, I get reinventing the universe because maybe it needed that. It maybe it did, but you could have really done that with Henry Cavill. I mean, the guy looks great for his age, mm-hmm. and he's not that old. He's like maybe a few years older than we are, and Correct. we look great, you know. We're, um, so it just doesn't really, it just doesn't really sit well. You just you feel like there's just some things not being said, and it's kind of bullshit. So yeah. I don't know. It's I don't know. It's just. Whatever the case is, I want it to do well. Me too. And well, know, we can. I don't know. I don't know if there's much else to say, but it is kind of like ridiculous. Just the, just sit the back. bullshit yeah. that we keep get getting spoon fed on a day to day basis with this universe. Sit back. They, they, and watch can the they shit just show. sell it to a different company that knows what they're doing? You know, band together like a like a group of like 10 fifth graders and they would write a better story than WB or they would do better with this universe than WB. Right. I mean, I mean, they might. They absolutely might. They probably will. You know, right now it just seems to be in a jumble and hopefully we'll find out where Blue Beetle lands in this universe. Um, The Flash is coming to Max next week on August 25th. So if you haven't seen The Flash yet and or you've been waiting, I think this is going to do very well on streaming. I think the digital purchases were very good, went very well for The Flash, and I think the streaming is going to do even better um, because it'll be on Max now. Speaking of streaming, we're the my most anticipated streaming movie of the year, Rebel Moon, we're getting a teaser on Tuesday. Um, one Zack Snyder confirmed that. So, again, this is as close as we're going to get to how Snyder saw Star Wars, except this, these are going to be new characters. So really looking forward to that. Um, and it, this is going to be Netflix, right? Netflix, you got it, yeah. I kind of want Netflix to just go away and never come back. They came back. Like, after the... They went way down, and then they implemented that no-password-sharing thing. And then, like... I don't believe. I don't believe that... I, I don't I don't think that's like them coming back. I think that's just like people subscribing and they're still, you know, pretty down. That's fair. That's fair. Um, last thing we'll say, and I'm purposely saying this to trigger Kyle, and it's not easy for me to Great. see it either. Great. But did you see that Barbie surpassed the Dark Knight in like the most successful movie for Warner Brothers ever? Um, 
What people fail to realize when they read that article, because yes, I've seen that article, is when you adjust it for inflation, no, it didn't. Okay. That's fair. I mean, I I haven't seen Barbie. I don't know if I will, but I know it, The Dark Knight's better than it. <laughs> I'll say well, that. you know, like Barbie, to its credit, it is like a big fuck you to all these big companies that are just releasing these big franchise films and are failing. You know, they took a, like arguably like a dumb concept that people don't really care about. You know, there's nobody standing outside like in Barbie shirt, maybe not before this movie came out. Nobody's like buying Barbie shirts and dressing up like Barbie and Ken following. Nobody was doing that. Right. So there's there's no theme park dedicated to her. And she yes. just smoked everyone. And so kudos for them to for doing that. I kind of wish we could stop talking about it because it's getting like annoying. I know. You know, like it's it's a movie that happened. It's just like Avatar. But that, then again, you know, nobody ever really talked about Avatar for some reason. And it's doing right. it did really well. Right. So Barbie, you know, people actually went to that movie like you. You could feel it in the universe. Like you could see that. But Avatar, it's just like I know two people who went and it somehow made a lot of money. <laughs> People are pissed. So it was like Evan and James Cameron. Those were the two people that James went to Cameron, see that Ron. movie. Yeah, James Cameron had it in his in his um, contract that every every purchase, every ticket he he made, the money came directly back to him, so it would look like the movie was doing well. So speaking of looking like things are doing well when they're really not, you guys have been watching the and listening to the Fourth Motherbox podcast for the past fifty three ish minutes here. Please follow us if you're not already on TikTok at Fourth Motherbox. Instagram at Fourth Motherbox and YouTube.com slash Fourth Motherbox. Thank you for joining and ingesting in the crap that we call our weekly fun show. Don't expect another newer show next week. I completely anticipate, but Kyle and I have some material that we'll post there. If there's not a couple of Fourth Motherboxes for a few weeks, um, it's because I Lily's here. So, and, you know, I'm just not have the time right at first to do it. So, same thing with Jedi Talk. So, as always, for some reason, Kyle ends the show for us here with a final word on Fourth Mother Box. So, Kyle, stumble on away. Actually, I'm not going to stumble on away with this final comment. And you're not going to agree. You're going to agree that I won't stumble away because you forgot to add one very important thing that we did not talk about today. And that's the fact that our boys in Metallica are playing two shows this weekend. And you can go see it at your local theater. So I know I'm going to go see it tomorrow uh, with with uh, with my boy, uh, you know, Gumby Marciano over there. So I cannot wait. And it's supposed to be like a live show in a theater. So that'll be really cool to see. So I can't wait.